Welcome to The Lens, hosted by Catalysis, where we get a glimpse inside healthcare organizations that are transforming to a culture of improvement to deliver continually higher value outcomes for patients, staff, and communities. Visit createvalue.org slash the lens for more information about Catalysis. Welcome back to The Lens. I'm your host, Peter Mariahazi. Today, I will be talking with John Toussaint, co-author of Becoming the Change and thought leader in healthcare improvement. We will focus our discussion on using an A3 for personal development at the leadership level. Before we dive in, I want to share a few brief announcements. First, the theme of our annual summit is Becoming the Change. This year, the summit is virtual, allowing you to join from anywhere. Join fellow lean practitioners on June 23rd and 24th to learn, share, connect, and reflect as we create exchange together. Also, Catalysis has recently launched the Catalysis Academy, an online learning experience designed to help your organization build a consistent approach to organizational excellence. Some courses in the Catalysis Academy are also approved for continuing education credits. You can find more information about the summit and the Catalysis Academy at createvalue.org. So John, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Peter. In, in the book, Becoming the Change, you discuss using an A3 as a personal development process, which is, you know, for most people, probably a pretty unique concept. Describe how this works for us. Well, first of all, let's step back and understand what an A3 is, right? So uh, usually we think of, a3 uh, thinking really related to, to business processes, whether it's strategy or problem solving. Uh, that's, that's what we've traditionally thought of uh, when, we, when we pull out an A3. But what we found now over the years and what we write about in Becoming the Change is that it's a, it can be a powerful personal development tool. So really about personal Kaizen. And if we think about that, it makes sense. I mean, what is the background and current state of your leadership actions and behaviors, right? So if we think about it from an A3 perspective, let's figure out what that is. What are the, what are the things that you're doing that, that really work? Uh, you know, what are the things that you're doing that maybe shut your team down? Uh, why is it important now to actually start thinking about uh, the, the leadership uh, activities and behaviors that you exhibit. And what's, what's your opportunity, right? We, we usually think about uh, A3 as a, as a problem solving or a strategic solving tool, but actually what's the opportunity rather than a problem that you have as a leader to, to become more effective, become a better leader. And then, and then why, you know, why do the things that you do now exist? So as we go into the analysis section of the A3, we want to understand why the behaviors that, you, that you're exhibiting now uh, exist, both, both positive and, and the ones that you want to improve on. So this isn't just about, you know, I'm a, I'm a bad leader and I got to get better. It's, you know, what are the things I do really well? How can I make those uh, front and center? And then what are the things that I need to shore up a little bit on? And then on the right-hand side of the A3, what experiments might you try? Uh, what, what types of things, so examples uh, uh, that, 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 that I've seen in the past are, well, 
I, you know, I, I need to rebuild some standard work, right? So what is my standard work going to look like as it relates to my leadership behaviors? Um, then develop the plan, you know? So here it is over the next six months, I'm gonna try these three things. And uh, then I'm gonna follow up with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask people how I'm doing. I'm going to maybe find a buddy that can give me some feedback. I'm going to, to maybe have a coach that can help me give, uh, get some feedback. And then we'll start the cycle again. So, so using A3 thinking, which is what I've just walked through, can be done uh, with, uh, you know, with your personal development uh, as well as organizational problems. It sounds foundationally the personal A3, you own it. You, you, have to, you have to really embody it. And you talked a little bit about it. How, how are some of the best ways to get feedback on how you're doing with your experiment you're trying with your personal Kaizen? I think this is one of the more, most difficult things, actually, frankly, uh, because uh, you can go to your subordinates and ask them how you're doing, but are you really going to get I mean, unless you have a tremendously trusting relationship with people, and some people do, uh, it's going to be difficult for those folks to give you honest feedback. So I think you do in this situation, the, the best thing to do is to really have a coach, whether it's external or internal, you know, it's up to you. Again, internal coaches have difficult uh, time, difficulty with the some of the power differences. So if you're the CEO or the senior vice president to expect your internal coach to you know, tell you that uh, you have a lot of improvement to make, uh, that's kind of difficult. I think the best way that I've seen this work is that you have an external coach which is observing you at the Gimba or observing you in your meetings or observing you where uh, you do your work and then is really able to give you uh, uh, honest feedback. Obviously, you can also, I think, self-reflect is a great way to, 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 to have feedback because, you know, you can walk into a room and really, you can read the room. You can, you can tell how people are, are, are reacting to you, reacting to your maybe change in some things that you're doing. And uh, in, in some cases, they'll give you unsolicited feedback. If, if things are really getting better, people are going to tell you that uh, if, if, if they're getting better. If they're not getting better, they're not going to tell you that. So I think, you know, some kind of self-reflection mechanism is important uh, as well as a external reflection process. Really a lot of honesty and, and trust is involved, but where do leaders struggle the most in changing their behavior? You know, I think it depends uh, on what, you, what you're working on. I, we've written a lot about the five important um, behavioral traits that are necessary to build a culture of improvement, a culture of excellence, including willingness, which means, are you self-reflecting? So do you have a process for that? You know, uh, leading with humility, meaning, you know, do you go to the Gimba and ask open-ended questions? Curiosity, do you really care about what's going on in the organization? Can you go actually empathetically listen to people, what they're telling you? Uh, are you using A3 thinking as you're, as you're out uh, and about at the Gimba or otherwise, or are you just jumping to solutions, right? So 
beginning to answer, uh, ask really good open-ended what, how questions, not who, why questions. You know, another one of the key traits is perseverance. So, you know, do you have a buddy? Do you have some way of, of getting feedback? Do you have a coach? And then finding leader standard work, and, which is really about, um, you know, what is it in my day that I'm going to do that adds value to, to the customers? I think what I've heard from CEOs, and I've worked with many of them around the world, is this, this leader standard work thing and asking good questions seem to be the two areas that a lot of people spend a lot of time learning about. Um, but, but I do think it depends on where you're at in your own leadership um, maturation. Uh, but leader standard work, you know, what, when I was CEO, what my uh, teacher taught me was, or my coach taught me was, you know, look at my calendar next week and decide, is there anything on my calendar in the next week that's going to add value to my patients? And when I looked at my calendar and saw that zero of my meetings, zero of my activities was actually going to add value, it really was a powerful way to understand what leader standard work is. And that then began my journey of saying, okay, at least once a week, I'm going to go to the Gimba and I'm going to understand what's going on and understand the barriers that my, my staff are facing to, to manage the care of, of, of our patients. That was just one step, but, but, the, but, but, but I think, you know, for me, and I think for many, it's managing that calendar. Uh, there is no standard work for that. And that's a really important activity. You've touched on time, and I imagine a lot of the people listening think about their busy schedule, and you've, you've kind of talked about how do you look at that. How much time should you be spending on a personal A3, and in addition, how often should it be updated? I think that the, the thing that we need to do first is really spend some time learning what a personal A3 actually is. So I've coached a lot of people on personal A3. And what I find is that they always fall back on this is an organizational problem that we're trying to solve. So anything related to me is really about the organization. And what we have to break through in this thinking is it's, it's actually about you. It's not about the organization. So what we have to do is, is step back and really look at this from the standpoint of um, what is it that I want to do or I need to do uh, differently or what is the experiment I want to run, not you know what is the experiment the organization needs to run. So that's the first step. We have to really, we really have to create the context that this is about me, it's a not about the organization. And that's a real hard paradigm to break because most of us A3 thinkers have always thought about the organization as you know first, but now we gotta step back and, and, and change our, our, our paradigm about A3. Um, that I think once you've gone through you know, four, five, six revisions, especially that left side of you know, what is it you know, what's the background and current state of my existing leadership style and activity? Um, you know, what is my opportunity to really be a better leader? You know, why do I lead the way I lead today? Once we've spent significant amount of time on that side of the, the left side of the 
2023 and we've gotten feedback and we've gotten some, you know, collected information about that, then we can run some experiments. And I think those experiments are going to take some, uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you're improved. Um, this takes weeks. And I, I would say that, you know, you probably need to run those personal uh, experiments for, you know, three months, maybe. Um, and, and, or, or about that. I mean, it, because it takes that long, first of all, for you to, to feel comfortable in doing something differently, but you also need to give it some time to sink in with the people that you're working with. Because the people you're working with, they're going to say, well, what happened to John? All of a sudden he's changed. You know, well, it must be, uh, you know, the flavor of the month. But, you know, now he read a new book and now he's going to act differently. So we have to give it time if we're going to make changes like like I did when I said I'm going to go to the gimbal once a week. We have to give the, you know, the people, the staff members time to 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 realize that what what I'm doing uh, is different than what I've done in the past. And the other thing I'd suggest is you be honest about that. It's like, listen, I'm going to try some things, folks because I think that um, there's some things that, that, we, that I can do better and I'm gonna try some things and uh, please feel free to give me feedback. So that takes, that takes some time. And I would say three to four months uh, is, is the time frame. Then you wanna go back to the A3 again after you've collected the information about how this experiment, whatever you did to change your own leadership behavior worked and now you're going to create another revision of this. So uh, that that would be my my thought about time frame. This isn't this isn't a week or two. This is this is months to really begin to to to, to create that personal change. You talked about being honest and transparent about the fact that you're trying some things. Do leaders share their personal A3 with their peers, their subordinates, their bosses, at a at a full transparency? Yeah, I think I think it's important to realize that 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 personal development A3 is not a 360, you know, uh, type of organizational development process. So, you know, I what I like to think of it as is that we can all become better leaders if we share how we're doing with each other. That, I think, is the best way for us all to become better leaders, because each of us has, a, has different skills and different strengths and different opportunities. So if we go into this with the idea that we're going to do this together, I have things that I'm going to work on, you have things that you're going to work on, and if we share back and forth, maybe we can help each other. So to the question of should we share our personal A3, I do think that's personal. It's a personal decision. Um, but what I have seen is that leaders that do that and they do it in a way that's not, I've got the answer and you're gonna do what I say. They do it in a way that we're gonna learn together about how we can become better leaders. That is very powerful. And I think that the leaders that, have, that I've observed do that have really, um, I'd say more quickly moved to the leadership behaviors that truly build a culture of, of improvement. But 
again, it, it depends on the culture of the organization, how transparent people have been, how comfortable they are. But I think as a leader, if you're comfortable with, you know, creating this environment where you and the people that report to you or your peers can work together in this kind of a format, uh, it becomes a very positive thing rather than, you know, you've got to fix these three things because you're terrible at this. And, you know, it's like, no, now it's becoming, how, how do we run some experiments to actually build a more uh, effective leadership style, uh, realizing that we're, what we're all trying to do is build organizational excellence in everything we do. Well, and it sounds like if the organization is open to it, this becomes cultural. And you've talked to us about that in other podcasts, how it's really about the culture and it's not just the tool of the month, as you mentioned. That's right. This is about, be, culture is about behaviors. And so the culture changes when behaviors change. John, are there any other final thoughts you want to share with uh, our listeners? I would just, I would just uh, suggest that you try an experiment. Uh, pull out the A3 and instead of having a problem statement, have, an, have it be an opportunity statement. Spend some time on the left side of that A3 about your own leadership activities and behaviors and learn about yourself. And uh, I think, you know, the whole, the whole idea of personal Kaizen you know, lean or organizational excellence is a social technical system. So we have responsibility not only to learn the technical aspects of this method, but also to uh, learn the social activities required. And so I think that's where this, the power of this thinking really is important. So I'd suggest try it. You know, if you have questions, call us, uh, read the book, uh, Becoming the Change. Talk to others that have done it, and we can connect you with people if that's, uh, if that's something you want to try. So I, I wish you luck. John, thank you as always for joining us today. Thank you. It's always a pleasure and informative to have you join our podcast. And we want to thank you all for listening. Visit createvalue.org to learn more about the Lean Healthcare Transformation Summit on June 23rd and 24th. All summit attendees will receive a complimentary copy of Becoming the Change by John Toussaint and Kim Barnes. Stay tuned for more episodes designed to help healthcare leaders support their organizations on a journey to organizational excellence. Thank you for listening. Visit createvalue.org slash the lens to learn more about how catalysis can inspire you to accelerate change in your organization.